0: Hello everyone, welcome to Becoming Stronger. This is a fitness lifestyle show where we talk to experts to share bite-sized fitness content with busy people. And today's week, we are excited to have Nicole Lee. She's a fitness writer, consultant editor, and she is into various sports like aerial yoga, yoga, and pole dancing. So it will be interesting to share uh, more about aerial yoga from her uh, and to hear from her how her yoga youth journey actually started. And, uh, The show is no longer than 30 minutes, so let us start off with her sharing more a bit about herself.
1: Okay, uh, hi guys, Uh, I'm Nicole. My Instagram handle is meNicoLi, just for your reference. Okay, so um, I started my fitness journey in November 2015, I think. Then from then I really haven't looked back at all. So okay, since then I've tried pole dancing, I've tried yoga, aerial yoga. Gymnastics, bar, ballet, or actually anything that there is to be tried that's related to sports and dance, I've tried it already. Then I didn't think that in the beginning this fitness journey would consume my life so much, but now I'm super, super thankful that it did.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I have been doing yoga for some time Mm -hmm. and. So I follow uh, those people, I follow the hashtag yoga, so eventually I will see some uh, of others and also be following you, and I see that uh, you are doing quite a a bit of activities concerning those core strength, like pole dancing, aerial, Mm -hmm. yoga itself, Uh, and you also have been trying out uh, some of the advanced poses, like headstand, correct? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. headstands. like for me, exam actually took me quite a bit of time, right? I think right now it's still not stable enough. Mm. Uh, but the interesting to note is, you started getting into the fitness journey. But why not other activities like you know dragon boat dancing? Some people do running, long distance running. You know, why yoga or particularly pole dancing or aerial?
1: Okay. I, I, okay, this is going to sound very cheesy, yeah, but I didn't uh. choose yoga. Yoga chose me, huh? you know?
0: Okay, okay. Like, <laughs> like like I, how Yeah, how, how? was your first le- or How do you get interact to the first lesson?
1: Okay, actually, actually my first lesson was in uh, 2006 and it was really shitty. Like, um, It was a very basic class. Then that was when I started to think, oh, yoga is too simple for me. But then, on K-Fit, which was a pass I got last November, uh-huh. I attended one class. This one class is the most transformative class I've been to. It's um, Core at Strala. So Strala Yoga uh-huh. is one of the strongest yoga classes in Singapore. On my very first lesson, they put me into my first headstand already. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah, that was my first lesson, and, they, and I already did inversion. So very quickly, when I kept going back, within a month, I managed to do it by myself really. so uh, whereas uh, the other sports that I tried I didn't catch on that quickly I tried Muay Thai but it was a bit too intense and I tried, uh, I tried bar, bar is a little boring, mm-hmm. tried ballet, ballet is a, li- a bit more technical like everything had its own little downsides that I it on but the only thing that really connected to me was yoga and the whole purpose of me doing yoga was so that I could do a pro- proper split or proper poses on my toe. So oh. that's why these two are always very complementary. Toe and yoga, me.
0: Shala yoga. Who was your instructor at that time?
1: Sue. So, uh, Suraya Sams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: earlier on, this, this is kind of like episode five. Mm-hmm. But episode one was also about shala yoga.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. they changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so how about aerial yoga? How, how do you get to it? And maybe can even share more how, uh, because to me, right, aerial yoga or aerial classes, they call it, uh, mm. don't have much experience about it. So I think some of the listeners will be interested to know.
1: Okay, okay. aerial, there's, I think in Singapore, there's only three main types. So the first one is aerial yoga, uh-huh. second one is aerial silks, the third one is aerial hoops. Oh, okay. okay. So, in essence, uh, all three are the same thing. They're just doing anything that you can do on the ground, but this time suspended in the air. Then, oh, wow. So, let's say you divide it into three. Aerial yoga. Aerial yoga will deepen your stretches because the ground is not restricting you. So, your feet, your hands, everything can fall deeper. So, poses that you cannot do on the ground, you might be able to achieve it on a hammock. Okay? Then there is aerial yoga. Then aerial silks is basically just very elegant acrobatics but it requires a lot more strength. Like aerial silks, they come down into two categories So One of it is tight. So if it's a tight hammock, you can step on it to rest. But if it's not tight, then the whole time you are using your hands to grip on while you do all your poses. So it's a very strong spot. Then, But aerial hoops is slightly more difficult because the hoop itself is very uncomfortable, I would say. So you have to condition your body to to lean on it, and you have to look super graceful while doing all your stunts. Oh. So yeah, yeah, it's just basically anything you can do on the ground, but in the air and looking fantastic while doing it. Yeah.
0: How then? How do so? For example, a beginner is coming in, right? How 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 would they choose which one is suitable for them, like a suit or the aerial? Uh, how like do you have any recommendation? Like for example, a particular type of person should go for a... Uh, aerial yoga and not the aerial suit.
1: Mm, okay. Whether or not you're suitable for aerial yoga, I cannot uh. judge because I'm not I'm not licensed. But I would say it's for anyone and okay. everyone. Then, as for how you should enter the sport, you shouldn't start with aerial silks or aerial hoops. You should start with aerial yoga. Because oh. aerial yoga is a very soft entrance. But yoga, uh, aerial silks and aerial hoops are performance standard already. Oh, uh,
0: okay, okay. Performance...
1: Yeah, yeah, like you can do dances and choreographs, but aerial yoga, it's more of still training slowly, slowly, things like that.
0: Okay, okay. So what's the first pose that you learned in your aerial class?
1: Oh, uh, my first pose was an inversion. It's uh
0: oh, so the first pose, when, the first lesson that you go there, and the first pose is inversion. Mm. Yes. Wow, okay. Ah,
1: yeah, because most people think it's hard. Right? I mean, it, it is. The complicated poses are very tough on your arms, but it's very easy to invert on the hammock. Because everything is supporting you, oh, you know. Okay, uh, okay. So you can you can rest into it. So my first inversion was me inside this mermaid cocoon thing. I'll, I'll send you a video. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. My lower back was uh, okay. My head is like super near the ground, and I'm suspended. So imagine the hammock coming in into a mermaid tail uh-huh, and uh-huh. yeah so i'm using my thighs to grip on it and using my core to lift myself up so you can do push-ups eh, sorry sit-ups from that position upside wouldn't, down
0: wouldn't you feel like like you, you will fall you will collapse to the ground like and you're very close to the ground you see you have, yeah. you have this phobia thing will you have it because you're like inverted then all the blood start rushing to our head
1: i i think this is you, okay, you do it a few, okay, maybe you start with the simpler inversions, but actually, especially since your head is so close to the ground, you tend to not be that frightened, like. you're not super high up. Oh,
0: you know. okay, okay. Yeah. So are they, uh, is it a, so usually they will associate this kind, not associate, but more of uh there are more ladies inside because are there any men doing this like aerial oh. or there are a lot of men oh. uh
1: okay aerial yoga i had a male instructor oh then, so cool. yeah 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 um and i had male students also to be honest uh, it's okay should i say this it is super entertaining watching male students you know because <laughs> yeah i mean okay like the the flexibility flex, flexibility part they don't really come up high Compared to females, but they have a lot of strength. So it's amazing to watch them perform stunts. Because even, let's say they can't do a split into the aerial hammock, but they can handstand their way in, they can do whatever it is, anything that has strength, they can do it better. So most of the time, uh, it's a show for us. We'll just all sit back and then watch them do it first, and then we go do.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me want to try. So, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what's the hardest pose right now that you are trying to do still, but unable to do?
1: Okay, it's either a handstand or a pincha. But both of it inversions.
0: With aerial?
1: uh, Oh, on on an aerial. huh? Uh
0: -huh.
1: On the aerial right now, I'm trying for untied silks. So untied silks means it's not hair box. It's just two silks dangling from the air. Then I'm trying to do untied silks split into a drop. Oh,
0: so untied silks are like two ropes side by side, while a hair is a connected kind of rope, correct? Mm
1: hammocks oh. are easier because you get to rest on it but tight. to keep to even stay suspended you have to keep using your arms so it's a very very taxing spot.
0: wow okay yeah. Uh, yeah. another question interesting one will be uh, understand that the hammock you need to hang on to your roof ceiling right so how how do you train let's say at home right how do you train for Yoga at home, you just go through the practice and maybe follow some YouTube. But how do you train for aerial? Yeah, wow, this is quite a tough. Unless area. you buy that, that hammock thing, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, I have a hammock at home. Oh really? <laughs> okay, so it. you
0: hang you hang it on your roof, your ceiling.
1: Yeah. So in my room, I just nailed two holes and then just jammed it in. But if you don't have this option, then you should just get a pull-up bar and then just a tango.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Oh, this is okay. Uh, I wasn't expecting Think your answer to be yes, I have a hammock at
1: home. <laughs> no, I had a pole at home as well. Oh, <laughs> so
0: yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so Impressive. the pole is for pole dancing and uh, uh so you, the, well, yeah. the, the, the pole itself you also hammer it to the top of the roof and also bottom of the ground. So that it oh. can hold you. Okay, okay.
1: Oh no no, actually pole, right? Most pole studios have poles like mine. It's portable. Oh
0: so, yeah. Okay, okay. So
1: it's just a cylinder up that upwards, that's all. Yeah.
0: Uh, oh. Mm. She's so awesome. So, uh, so, from your perspective, do you think aerial yoga is sort of like dangerous or have you ever fallen down during all these practices?
1: Fallen down, like hit the floor? No, right. I slipped but off the head.
0: Sometimes you might, you know, your core, I'm not sure because when you are inverted, you might lose focus then or your core suddenly no strength and you just fall down. Is that a oh. situation or? Uh, This
1: one is differs person to person. Like you have to know your limits. But so Mm far, I haven't fallen, but I have slipped off. Then I would say, slip offs in aerial yoga is very dangerous. ah. So in all cases, you should learn your own limits first.
0: Okay, okay. Mm. Uh, So across all this, all this, uh, this particular three core training uh, exercise Mm. that you do, like yoga, aerial yoga, and pole, uh. What do you think that the benefit that aerial gives you over the other two? Like for example, the traditional yoga and the pole that you have.
1: Okay. Um, in that case, between aerial yoga and yoga, I would say aerial yoga literally takes traditional yoga to a new level, you know, Uh like if, if you think that doing poses on the ground is hard, right? Uh then, Then you think that aerial poses are a whole new level, you know, everything. On the aerial yoga hammock, looks better, but it's, a, it's slightly tougher. But then, it is as taxing as it is relaxing. Like There are some poses that work very well on the hammock. It is mm-hmm. much easier, but they are harder on the ground. So like let's say, uh, for example, um, do you know the mermaid pose?
0: The, the one that earlier you were t- telling me about, right, when you do oh, the... Uh.
1: No, there was an inversion mermaid. Okay, a, a mermaid pose is like a king pigeon, but from the side.
0: Oh, okay. I don't so, know, but
1: I'm going to soon know because I'm going to Google uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, mermaid pose is a lot harder on the hammock because we need to wrap our feet around the silk three times and then we hook our hand over. But oh, okay, uh, okay. Correct. But uh, mermaid pose on the ground is very easy. It's just hook your leg over your elbow and then hook. But if you do a split, it's easier on the hammock as compared to the ground because on the hammock, gravity will do its work for you. So you'll be naturally pushed downwards.
0: So oh, you wow. have a, a wider degree of a split. So well, wait, pose on aerial is so
1: hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So some poses are harder on aerial, some on the ground. But uh-huh. in general, I would say most people think that yoga is very easy. They think it's a very relaxing sport, but it isn't. When you tell them that you do aerial yoga, that's when they sit up and pay attention and be like, oh really? Yeah? So you know that, that is the wow factor, I would say.
0: Yeah, that's something interesting also because I've been reading about it.
1: It is it, a it's a very big wealth factor. Everybody is amazed by it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, would also like to ask? Because I understand that doing all three, right? Then, uh, you no. Know, one of the things is time management, uh, and also recovery. Like, how do some people, or do you do one exercise, one to exercise a uh, mm. week, by? Oh, so what's your schedule like? Right? Because you have three exercises, three different types of exercises, activity waiting for you.
1: Mm, okay, at the when I first started, I was working for a sportswear company. Oh, so they okay. encouraged me to go for studios to mm-hmm. seek collaborations. Then at that point I was clocking in three hours every day. So these three hours would be three different sports. Huh? Could be dance, could be ballet, could be anything. But um After three months, so three months of conditioning, Mm -hmm. after that you will learn what you like. Then when you learn what you like, you schedule it accordingly. I would say uh, to keep up your yoga flexibility and strength Mm -hmm. to go for at least three classes a week. But this is really the bare minimum. Always try for eight hours. You know, I think maybe two hours a day, four days a week, I think that's the safest one. uh, If you want to really see vast improvements. But if you just want to keep your fitness level, three classes minimum.
0: A week. Three classes. Minimum. Oh, I'm guilty about this.
1: <laughs> no, One I mean,
0: week I only go for two classes.
1: No, you <laughs> must. <it was, yes. laughs>
0: yeah, Since,
1: I know. Yeah. Since you're already in the studio, stay another hour, lah, you know, uh, just uh, clear it uh, up. Yeah.
0: Uh, so where do you go for your yoga class?
1: Okay, Strala. I go oh, for Strala. Then my second favorite studio, I think, would be Anahata.
0: What, what is that? where,
1: where is that? Uh, oh, okay. They are all in the Bugis area.
0: Oh, um, okay.
1: Anahata Yoga is great for hot yoga. Shiva Yoga is a, is also at Bugis. They have great core classes. Their core classes will really leave your stomach in tears. You know, it's it's so it's so wonderful. Then Strala is good for inversions. So each each to its own. Uh, depending. Oh,
0: the, oh, okay, okay. So you. Each time you go, uh, is a membership that you pay for all three or because you are like hopping? Yeah, they call it, what, what do you call it? Uh, classes hopping or what is this? Like you uh, go around, right? Yeah.
1: I use a fitness pass. Oh! So, yeah, yeah. Have you the heard K-fit, of it? Right? Yeah, correct. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: okay. Mm, but I'm now on Guava. So um, it's, it's, also a K-fit. it's also a pass similar to K-Fit. So basically you pay a fixed amount, you go for a buffet of classes. Wow,
0: oh, that's so worth it. You can run here, run there.
1: Uh, yeah, lah, but that's why you must try to clock in more. Lo.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm. Uh, the other one that i like to talk to you about is psychological benefit. Mm, Do you yes. feel like you're calmer, then you think better?
1: In that case, uh, um, I, 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 I won't say it's a, it's a definitive trick. So not really calmer, not really better, but as a whole, you get elevated sports doing sports elevate you to a whole new level it it, beyond just waking up and knowing that you have something new to do Mm -hmm. it gives you purpose you know like okay um yesterday i couldn't do a Mm pincha today i'm gonna work towards it and once i achieve that i can move on tonight to my next milestone Mm -hmm. so it grounds you i would say especially yoga you not i don't think there's anything more enlightening than yoga it's calming and it's strong so everything about it is training you to be a better person. and It is training your mind to be clearer, sharper in, in, in every aspect. So if you are not practicing any classes now, you totally should. It will change your mind. It will change your life. It will change everything. And it's amazing.
0: Actually, yeah. I've been talking to uh, some uh, yoga practitioners, and uh, a lot of them are saying the same thing. First, that uh, some, some, <laughs> yeah. some guys might think that, uh, Yoga, okay, so I'm one of them, right? in the past, in the past. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I think, oh, yoga, mm, doesn't sweat a lot. Uh, I better do something like going to the gym or maybe do long distance running. Muay Thai, things like that. Yeah, but later when I go, then I realize, oh. actually, I sweat a lot. It's not easy, requires a lot of strength.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. So if you have guy friends who are hesitating about joining yoga because <laughs> they think it's girly, them eh, to Strala. they will Stra- struggle. Eh. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, I see. So I think must make sure bring them to Swala. Shwala will be good for inversion, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are very strong at it.
0: Uh, The other thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, besides the aerial uh, and all these activities that you do, is um, I think it was uh, partially on your article, so I just, I did seek your opinion, so you want to talk a little bit about it, that's oh, called yes, the yes. fit shaming, right? Yeah. Um, so what exactly is this term? Actually, this term I only see, that I need to Google it to find out what was it. Like. So maybe you can share with our listeners what exactly is fit shaming.
1: Okay. Um, I think it isn't, it, it isn't an official term, but basically it is attacking someone for being fit. So, it could be anything that sets, sets them off. Uh, maybe it's a photo of me flexing. Maybe it's a photo of me with a salad. I I, I don't know. It could be anything. But it mm. is the act of attacking someone who's trying to be fit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, my post was, why is fit shaming okay? Because I, I, I don't understand many, many things about it. Like, okay, For starters, uh, mm. if you are fit shamed, you will not dare to speak up against it. Because you cannot... Everybody is right now getting excited. They are accepting all body types. Mm. It's okay if you're fat, it's okay if you're overweight, it's okay if you're thick, mm. but then they are very ready to dismiss the fit ones it, because to them they cannot, it, it seems as if they cannot grasp the concept. You don't have to hate one to love another, mm-hmm, correct? Mm-hmm. So they can, they can accept people for being fat, but they cannot accept the people who choose to be fit. So, um, I mean, in simpler terms, it's very simple. You can accept yourself for choosing to be overweight i won't say fat i say overweight mm. but you should accept me for refusing to choose to be overweight and chasing yoga because you know it is my choice and just like that's your choice fit shaming shouldn't be okay we the people who are trying to keep fit are making very real efforts to stay fit mm. like the sacrifices i make are, like okay, okay I, i'm not sure if i are gonna put this up but let's say uh, i had to turn down sex with my boyfriend like maybe I think more than four or five occasions really. Because whenever I get home from training, I'm too damn tired to do anything. Then he gets disappointed. Or then, or sometimes my mum my bought egg tarts because she knows that I love it. But I cannot eat it at that point because I know I have training later. So, you know, we are sacrificing. We are giving up things. So why should we be shamed for trying to be fit? It's, it's, it's not easy. If it's easy, you'll be doing it. But instead, you are shaming us. So... Yeah, la. it's something that I don't understand. And it's something that a lot of people don't dare to speak up to because you are facing the wrath of a public that is generally not very fit mm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, what's your
0: opinion uh, on, like, for example, actually, personally, I find it quite neutral la, because I was... Uh, overweight in the past. I was kind of obese, then I dropped down and become uh, okay. And uh, Mm. I'm actually quite neutral in looking on like Instagram photos where there are uh, uh, fitter people or healthier people where they post photos. In fact, it's kind of like a motivation for me. I may not reach that Mm. stage, but it's something uh, if I can reach that stage, maybe I should start working on this list to go there. Uh, So I'm actually quite neutral. I just wanted to. so people always post all these photos like doing different posts and all. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so what, what's your opinion on this?
1: I think every post, uh, I think there's a Chinese term for it. Um, it takes
0: a long time to do something, but just to showcase for a photo right? like Yeah, exactly. This, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: We, we took Maybe we took five seconds for the picture, but we really trained five months for that pose. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember an, an incident, I was telling my girlfriend that I'm going to try to take gymnastics, and she started to go on and on about how, ah, really, know I think you have to be damn strong, damn fit, must start from young. And on and on and on and on, but it, it but it, it didn't. I didn't listen to her. I continued to do it. And six months later, I can do my headstands. I can do my, okay, I can almost do my handstand. I can do my splits. I can do everything that I never could have done if I listened to her, you know. So, oh, oh, oh this is sorry. This is slightly verging off fit shaming into discouragement, I guess. But um, in, in a nutshell, people and their photos. Are just people with their efforts. Uh-huh. What? What? Yeah. What? You, you You see a great photo. Yeah, la, Yes. But they have cried over it. They have uh, has muscle aches over it. They have trained for it. Everything that they have done is everything they did photograph. So I don't think you should judge a pose just like that. You should look at it and think, Wow, that's five years of effort. Like, comment.
0: You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So were you that? Uh, so I forgot to ask you. Were you that flexible? I mean, I. Uh, before you started yoga, uh, uh,
1: I was very, very, very inflexible. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like not not even regular people inflexible. Like I couldn't stand up and reach my toes. It it was that bad. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Then the split now is like totally different.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it took me six month, six months I think to go into a, a side split. I can't yeah. do a needle one yet, but it's good enough. And anyone can do it. It's really no such thing as you're born with it or no such thing as it's too late. It's never too late. Just start today, five months later, you'll be happy.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, One question I forget to ask. Uh, I understand that you came back from uh, travel. So you also had a class overseas. A yoga class overseas. Maybe share the experience. Yeah, the New York one. How is it different from here?
1: Um, New York, okay, I went for two different classes. One in New York, one in Miami. Uh-huh. I cannot generalize all of them, but the one I went to, she made me slow down my practice. Like she was saying, New York is already very fast-paced. Why do you want a fast workout? Let's do a slow one. Then I, okay. So everything was dragged out very slowly. So their yoga style is slightly slower. Whereas in Miami they are a lot stronger. I think it's because Miami is beach, beach city after all. Uh-huh. So a lot of the poses they do are very inversion-based. So it's like prepping you to go to the beach and show off right after yoga already. Wow. You know? uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's the difference. Uh. I, ironically, New York yoga slows down, but the one in Miami was very strong. But once again, it could be genera- generalizing because I only went for two classes. Uh. Mm-hmm. So I cannot uh, generalize them.
0: But I, I think that's quite an experience. So- I think next time, uh, next time when I go overseas, I would like to s- go for overseas yoga classes to see how is it like uh, different, uh, like in terms of the the pace and the style. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You, you should. I mean, it's it's also nice hearing yoga being taught with different accents. You know, it's it's very cute. Uh. <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, okay. So also like to ask, uh, if the listeners right want to find out more about you. Uh, so where, they can, where can they find out more about you?
1: Okay, um, I am M-I-N-I-C-O-L-E-E, Minicoli, on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and Facebook. And my website is www.minicoli.com. So uh, I would advise you, uh, if you're really starting a journey and you have any enquiries, right, just feel free to drop me a line. It is, it is very daunting to start but you know the, the path to fitness runs through miles of confused workouts. So it's okay, just seek help. And again. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Nico, for your time. I will have all the links uh, that you've mentioned on the show notes itself. So, dear listeners, uh, this is all for this week. Uh, next week, I have a surprise for you. Uh, if you want, you can also sign up with our newsletters uh, where I'll throw more and more interesting surprises in it and see you guys next week, bye bye!